Welcome to Boon Companion. I'm Alex James. Uh, this is episode number two. My voice is still a little bit scratchy. It's a little bit sore still. It's been a week. I'm honestly wondering if I have uh, a COVID. I think I might have Omicron. I think I might have ChromeCon. Bone con, Moricon. I've got Mornicon. I've got Moronicon. I've got Orbitic. Okay. The, uh, I've had just kind of a, not even a rough week, but just like, well, it's just been a lot of kind of sinus discomfort and it's just that it's been a week and you'd think that it'd be go it'd go away by now but it doesn't really feel anything other than like a minor cold but the fact that it is still around is kind of just makes me wonder what's really up and you know I've had a little bit of a cough Uh, I did share a blunt with, well, just a little bit of one with like three people. I only smoked a little bit. I really don't smoke anymore. But this one time I did, and I'm wondering if that set off the whole thing. But either way, it's not that bad. <clears throat> I still have my sense of smell. Somebody I worked with went out this week. She got COVID. And she has been out for a week and she lost her sense of smell. But um, she says she feels fine. I think she's just... Uh, quarantining for some reason I mean we were all with her like the whole week she was coughing and I feel like that's the probably the main time that you spread the virus but I really don't know lots of people want to talk about symptoms and vaccines and, and nobody really has any idea I don't even think most doctors know what, what they're talking about Um, I'm not a fan of doctors. I'm not a fan of nurses. You know, I say that and I know that there's really a lot of really nice ones out there. Really good ones, but I made a list of top most despicable jobs top most despicable jobs I've got seven and doctors is number three I did kind of try to rank them from worst to least worst but it's top most despicable occupations and it's not 
from and it's from like it's not from the perspective of the person doing the job so you know it's ranked on my opinion about the value of the job like for example doctors is on on the list because I think they're overpaid and I think they're lazy and don't know anything about the world and you know I think they're just glor you know kind of glorified legal drug dealers I think they're just pawns of the healthcare system of big pharma we all like to say that big pharma everyone knows what that is now we all know how they've pushed oxycontin and opioids onto all of us we all we've all heard those stories you know doctors write prescriptions and pharmaceutical companies you know create incentives for doctors to choose their pharmaceuticals and the end game is that they want us on their drugs so that's why I really kind of despise doctors you know I know that they do a lot of good out there but I'm saying you know that's what they're supposed to do so I don't give them really credit for things they're supposed to do and I take away points for corruption and abuse and um, and uh, just general just how much it annoys me so number one on the list <laughs> this one I hate so much uh, it's really by far the number one most despicable job um, and that's insurance sales I hate insurance salespeople I hate insurance and I hate people who work in insurance none of them do anything good or beneficial for the world none of them do anything that would make your mom your mom and dad proud of you like what did you oh i sold uh life insurance to uh, an elderly man i got him to nobody's mom is is proud of that you know and you're not even proud of it yourself you're just a you're just scrounging up your dirty insurance money I don't I think they get paid on commission or something like that there's this guy who comes in the restaurant and he's an older guy he always comes in with his wife and he oh he's just this old dirty bastard and he is always trying to recruit the servers to go join his Ponzi scheme 
of an insurance business. Because that's all these companies are. They're all just, and again, I don't know anything about it, but this is like my general, um, I, kind of what I get grasped from it, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, let me know, but these insurance guys, they sell insurance, sell, 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 then they get eventually to a point you can, this guy who I'm talking about, he hires other people to sell his insurance or whatever. I don't know. They're all working together in some kind of disturbing um, immoral like candy salesmen. They're selling boxes of chocolate in the form of like life insurance or whatever. Whatever it is. And this guy in particular, I really hate this guy. He's always recruiting our our servers from the restaurant. Um, I've been at this restaurant for three years, but he's always trying to recruit servers to go work for him and sell insurance. I can count just off the top of my head. I know four or five people he's talked to about it. Just And that's just what I know of. I'm sure there's more. No, actually, even more than that. And none of them end up doing it. Because once you end up, once you look into it, you realize it's just so shady. You look into it. One of my friends sent me the information because he was trying to, he was talking to her. He was trying to get her to go work for this, his company. He, he runs it. I don't know. It's very hazy. There is not a lot of details about, you know, there's, I don't think you get paid very well to start. It's like a very shady operation. And I knew I didn't like this guy from the start because he would, he makes it known that he likes uh, our croutons for our salads. And he tips people for bringing him croutons. It's almost like, you know, he's just got us working like little monkeys to bring him like croutons and stuff. Well, which that is the job, but like you, you tip on your bill. You don't tip for specific like retrieval, you know, like you don't tip per item you don't tip per action like it's just weird like you I know somebody they figured out that if you bring him cornbread croutons then he'll give you five dollars something like that and it's just disturbing to me this guy knows I don't like him I don't know how he knows but he knows I don't Because I say bye to him, like I, I'd be like generally cordial just to be polite or whatever. And he just like rolls his eyes at me or whatever. <clears throat> but insurance sales, man, that's the worst job. I hate insurance. It's all 
a con. It's a fraud. It's like the oldest scam. You get people to pay in order to protect you tell them you're going to protect them. It's like it's like hoeing people out for shit that's not even going to happen. Now some insurance I kind of understand like minor car ins- car insurance is probably a good idea just because things happen. I mean things do happen in cars. I'm pretty sure everyone has come across a couple fender benders or whatever. You know, things do happen with cars. And it's smart to have insurance for that. But mo but not a lot. Most insurance I feel like is just a scam because well, even car insurance because you know, you just want the basic coverage because if you're paying you know, you could be, I've seen it time and time again, you're, you're, you're covered for something, then something happens, and then what do the insurance companies say? Oh, well, you're not covered for that. One of my friends, she had concert tickets before the pandemic uh, hit, and of course, when the concert got canceled... They said, oh, we don't cover pandemics. Like, of course you don't. But the whole reason you buy insurance is because you think you're going to be protected. She never got her money back. She never got her insurance money back. And it's just so insane to me that it's just so dirty. You're going to tell people they're going to be covered. And it's like people want to be protected you play upon that fear you tell them they're going to be protected worst case scenario you play the doomer game you say okay well if there's an earthquake then you're going to be covered for an earthquake and then the earthquake hits and it's like well that was a magnitude 8 you were only covered up to magnitude 7 so unfortunately we were not liable to pay you for it's always like that the thing happens and you don't get covered and that's just insurance in general insurance salespeople know that and they're just trying to get you on the hook and that's why I hate insurance salespeople number two on the list I do have as teachers um, teachers, I think, are just the laziest people out there. One time, one of my friends in high school, I was like, <laughs> what did he say? My friend, he wanted, uh, he was like, I felt kind of bad at the time, but he, he goes, he, they were talking about college, and he was like, my dad said there's a lot of scholarships for students who get C's and D's. And I said, I didn't even think about it. I said, well, why would you why would you give a scholarship to the dumb kids? 
and I then I realized he was talking about himself but he had D's and I was like oh my god I feel so bad he just, he luckily he just laughed it off I was a, like a stupid freshman but I felt so dumb I felt so like wake up dude like don't say that it's all but I was kind of right why would you give a scholarship to a D student anyway that guy ended up being a social studies teacher you you realize whenever you go to college how insignificant high school is because you realize all your friends who um like were all your smart friends or like all the smart kids that you knew in class they all end up going for like whatever it is law school they want to do i don't know whatever it is they study abroad they go to med school they go here and there they go be you know they go to grad school the and then your friend that you freaking got drunk with and he crashed his car into your mom's mailbox he ends up being the history teacher at your high school like five years later and you really realize that you see that perspective to where you it's like oh those are the people who were teaching you but they just did it for 20 years and they're like 50 years old but those are those people who were grading your tests when you're in junior in high school and you I one the biggest reason I hold like such a grudge against teachers of all grades is because they get this air of like they are so respected and wise but really they're just talking to kids all day so of course you know they know more than kids so but they think they're so smart they get to believe that they're so their opinions are so important and we all know that they just wanted to have the summer off you know the best time of the year they just wanted to do nothing and they want to get paid for nine months of work and they want to have benefits in the laziest most cheapest way possible they don't even teach you know high school teachers I'm pretty sure they're instructed what to teach they have to follow a curriculum they don't even get they don't you know you know they are not even doing any work in research or trying to further you know educational standards they're just they're taking pay they're just going straight off the book and then regurgitating it to you and you know you'd be better off just getting the information that they give the teachers just give it straight to the kids because high school teachers think they're so important and you start to realize it's these people who were like not quite homecoming queen in their high school days that they then get 
obsessed with this idea of being like a high school standout and they end up going back I had two teachers when I was in high school I had two teachers my senior year right it's supposed to be like your senior year is supposed to be your highest level classes two of my teachers if not there might have been even no I think there was three which one of them I kind of liked because she was she had uh, insomnia and she was kind of like a little bit crazy and kind of taught us real shit I think she was a lesbian the other two were like just these wannabe prom queens and I swear they graduated from that high school went back and got a job at the high school that they graduated at and guess what had kids raised them in that in their own hometown and then those kids went guess what they went to that high school too how fucked up is that it's like some kind of like it's like academic incest in some way it's just disturbing that you just have this cycle of like and uh it's just the social dynamics of that just is really stresses me out to think of them going to high school graduating teaching at the high school they went to having kids and then raising their kids in the same city and they go to the same high school and they teach their own kids that it's just nobody is going to be like accomplishing anything everything those people know is mediocre at best I think I just think you gotta get away from your home but I hate those teachers they're so pretentious and the thing is you know what my favorite teachers were the ones who you didn't even know anything about them you don't if you're a teacher, you're, the kids should not know anything about you because you should just be focusing on this, this subject. Those teachers that are the worst, they, they want to like show off their personality. Like I said, they want to be homecoming queen again. They want to prove to the whole city, not even you know, just the city, just the small town. They just want to prove to whoever it was, their mom or their grandma, they want to show that they are celebrities on this small town, suburban high school stage. And we're all subjected to their monologues at the freaking talent show we're all under their watchful eye at the at the high school dances where they're gonna judge you if you freaking trying to get some get down and get a little grind in action trying to do a little grinding at the at the dances 
They're all standing there chauffeuring because they just can't get away. They just refuse to get away. They just collect their $43,000 a year and they just dig in and they love high school so much they'd never leave. And that's why teachers is on there. Doctors is number three. I already talked about that a little bit. Nobody likes doctors. They think they know everything. They think that they're gods. They think that they hold the power of life and death. They heal. They, you know, some doctors are amazing. I'll give you that. But it's that middle ground of doctors that are really just terrible. You see them. Uh, well, I recognize ones that come to my restaurant a lot because they want to be like, they want to be like Dr. Oz, you know, that's the ones I'm talking about. I don't like the Dr. Oz's. They're not trying to help people. They don't care about that. They just, they want to be celebrities. I don't like people who want to, who try to achieve fame under the guise of like doing serious work. Like I openly want to be famous and rich. Well, I felt like I'm already beautiful. So why shouldn't I be rich and famous too? So I'm open about that. I'm not trying to come un over under this cover of, oh, I'm a virtuous person. Like, oh, I'm doing good for the earth. Like, I'm not coming in on this angle of, like, trying to save the world. And that's where my fame comes. No, I'm coming in through, look. I just simply want to be famous because I'm bored as fuck and I don't have anything else to do. And I'm just, it's more like a game for me. I'm just trying to be famous. That's why I like the Kardashians. They just wanted to fucking do it. They just decided to. They had a lot of money and they just were like, oh, I'm going to be famous. Paris Hilton did it first. She was like, fuck it. I don't, I'm doing everything I want to do already, and I am sexy, so why don't, you know, it's those people who just have no shame, so they say, I have nothing to hide, I love my life, why not just be trans fully transparent and just put everything out there, and that's, I respect that, I think that's fine, I don't think there's anything wrong with being you know that's just I don't think there's anything wrong with pride just pure unadulterated pride you just it's like you just that's self-love right that's loving yourself truly of course you had the Pope recently what he said sins of the flesh are not as bad as sins of pride and hatred now, how timely is that with Ghislaine Maxwell on trial? Oh, sins of the flesh are not as are not so horrible, right? 
as you sit at the head of a church <laughs> ravaged by sexual abuse, pedophilia scandals, and here we are sitting with in the middle of this Epstein trial, but sins of the flesh. It depends on what you mean by sins of the flesh. If you mean like like me, I sometimes look at, you know, titties too long and maybe make some girls feel a little uncomfortable on accident. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I just would. I just start looking and then like I try to only look what it's not it's not wrong to just look at things now if you're making people uncomfortable then you don't want to do that but that's why I try to look away before they see me you know I don't I'm not trying I don't want them to know that I'm looking but I still can look I feel like it's okay to look I don't stare but maybe sometimes I look a little bit too long on accident it's you know I don't think that's a sin I don't think there's anything wrong with that number four is politicians that kind of goes without saying I think all politicians these days are just actors I think the only way you become a politician see back in the day it used to be like the smartest writers and thinkers really were getting into politics because like, you know, 200 years ago, back a long time, it actually meant something. There was a lot at stake and you needed your best people in government because you needed people to be making policies. There was a lot that had been undecided. At this point, we have a lot of shit that's like, we have a lot of our policies are just we, we've we've mastered things right like things are easy i know it seems like a, there's a lot of fucked up stuff in the world but we really truthfully we have a lot that is we've got it made i mean look you can go to the store i mean grocery stores alone i mean you look at costco like no we've got it made i hear things all and even in this current even in this current era of you know whatever inflation people say what so what your your salad is a little smaller and it costs an extra dollar for your fillet it's not that bad we've got it made we've got everything we need yes there are pockets of struggle but these days politicians don't need to do anything they're just faces they're celebrities politicians need to get elected that's all they need to do and they need to vote I think most things I think a lot of what's going on in the world today is like I think basically the US government 
is just this giant ship. Well, they're the U.S. government is the captain of this ship, and we're just we know where we're going. We we are very you know the world is very connected these days. Everything is very global. Things are really getting better and better. But we're steering this ship and we're really just trying not to hit any icebergs. So there's really not a lot to do, I don't think. That's why I say politicians really are horrible because all all they are is celebrities, they're actors. And that's why we that's why we spend so much time talking about issues that nobody cares about. They're just hot button issues that they get forced into your mind without even without your permission I mean look how big of a deal like trans rights are and the thing is it's still nobody even cares like it's fine but it's such a it's like the biggest issue ever that's what every nobody can stop thinking about women with dicks that's all people can think about and it is kind of like a a shocking image sort of it's like it's confusing it's whatever it's they've always been around transsexual people have been around forever so why are we arguing about it so much it's because there's nothing else to talk about there's nothing else to do like i said our (laughs) our future is in plain sight for most people for the people in the government now all you people out here working at mcdonald's and home depot they don't know what's going on they think that voting matters they think that the future of their country depends on who they vote for and that's why you see people freak out whenever you get joe biden elected nobody cares nothing did you have nothing even changes my dad thinks that this whole world is is going to blow up now because of Biden. It doesn't even matter. Nothing's even changed. I don't I don't see how people miss that. But politicians nobody even cares about them anymore. Number 5 uh I have pet store employees. I think pet store employees is belongs on the list for sure. Number six is cops. Nobody really likes police. Police, that one's kind of like doctors. Like the good ones are important, but the bad ones are like just shut up and get out the way. A lot of them are lazy. A lot of them are corrupt. A lot of them are bad. A lot of them are stupid. But you get that everywhere. You get stupid people in important positions everywhere. 
And then number seven is car salesman. I feel like you can't get any genuine customer service. Like the car sales industry has a customer service problem that is, as long as I can remember, you know, people left and right are getting screwed on these deals with cars. Um, it's kind of fucked up because people are getting locked into like years of debt over a seven-year-old car. Because car salesmen are not there for your well-being. They're there to sell you a car. And they've got fucked up ways to do it. With If you're taking out a loan on a car, <laughs> you can be on the hook for a long, long time. But that's my list of top seven most despicable jobs. And I've got also top most beloved jobs too. Maybe I'll do that next week. I think I'll do that next week. I just watched this movie called um, Pig with Nicolas Cage. It was pretty good. Uh, It really was. Nicolas Cage plays this guy who... Well, it's about his pig, really. It's all about the pig. But he's got dried blood on his face like the entire movie. I've noticed that before they do that. Sometimes people just end up with dried blood on their face and it's like... They never wash it off. And you would think that... Like in a movie, they don't show the characters go to the bathroom, right? Like you're not going to take the time to show somebody taking a pee. But yeah, it's understood that like, okay, yeah, they just use the bathroom when they have to. But you're not going to show that in a scene. But I don't know why they can't like just get rid of the dried blood. Why is the dried blood on the face the entire time? It would take like, I feel like if you just, even if you don't wash it off, like you're sweating throughout the day and just you know you maybe scratch your face it's eventually just gonna get wiped off whenever you see it just caked on so perfectly it's just so it's just like it it draws me out of the movie because I'm just like you can tell that it's just makeup because it stays on so well the dried blood dried blood once it dries it will like get real flaky and kind of crack and it kind of will if it's dried on your face it's going to kind of itch a little bit so you it's not going to just stay on there like like how they make it last on the movies like I'm pretty sure in Fight Club it's like that too a lot of there's just blood in a lot of movies the blood just stays glued to their faces and I'm like that's just not how 
blood works. I know that. Uh... So you know a few things about me. This is episode two of Boone Companion. I do have ADHD, you know that, and I work at a restaurant. Boone Companion is about nothing. It's mostly just me rambling, but the thing is, I'm here for you. I got you. And I... I love you. I'm I like the idea of a boon companion because sometimes your friends well it's kinda like that but it's kinda like that line Kanye said in in his song Christ like he said. people really know you push your buttons like typewrite but it's the people who really know you who can push your buttons the most and let's face it those are your friends because you you don't know the people you don't hang out with they don't really know you they have they probably don't even think about you that much then you take it to the next level like this guy that you pass by in the store or your Uber driver or your your wait, your server at the restaurant or the bartender or your whoever it is those people have nothing to gain most of the time unless they're trying to sell you insurance if they knock on your door then tell them to get the fuck out of there but if they bag up your groceries. Look, just the other day, I, I was riding my bike because my car brakes are out right now, but I rode my bike to the grocery store. And this guy must have seen me riding my bike up to the store. And I remember he was in the parking lot gathering up you know the shopping carts left in the parking lot and he saw me walking in he saw me locking up my bike and coming to the store well it just so happened to be that guy bagging my groceries up when I went to go check out and I tipped $10 I donated $10 at that grocery store it was just the day before Thanksgiving I donated ten dollars, which is not that's kind of a lot for me. Ten dollars is like I mean ten bucks is ten bucks it adds up, but I mean that's one drive to work that's a ten bucks will get me to work because I don't have a car right now, but that guy saw me on my bike, and you know what he I was buying a bottle of wine and he bagged it up. He double bagged it for me. And he said, you might need that. And he said it and he, he smiled and he said it in a nice way. And I could tell he was looking out for me. And that is 
a true boon companion. Those are the people out there that make this country the best country in the world. And that is what a society, that is what American society is all about. When we get online and we see all these different stupid issues that we argue about, blah, blah, blah. And by the way, it was a guy of a different race than me. I don't like to reduce people to colors. So I'm not saying what race he was, but... He was looking out for me, and he had no... That's why I said he had nothing to gain from anything. He was not trying to help me for any reason. He was not trying to, like... Well, he was trying to help me, but he wasn't trying to do anything to, like, impress anybody. He was just doing it because he knew that that would help be helpful, and it just makes sense. So that's a boon companion. He has no he has no idea who I am. He doesn't even know my name. But he's out there helping me. My Uber driver today was a kind of a boon companion and I got in the car, he was playing like some death metal song and it was like it's it was fine. It wasn't terrible. It was a decent song. I'm not a huge metal fan, but then his app died. His Uber app was not connecting. And I was like, well, just try to restart it. And I helped him get the app back restarted. And he then he played this next song came on. He was playing. Um. Three Doors Down, Superman. And, you know, I was sitting there kind of singing it to myself because I really liked that song, and he was too. And it was just a nice little kind of ride we we had down just before sunset. We were just kind of sitting there. I was sitting in the back. He was... And we were both like, If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive and well, will you be there holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman, my kryptonite. (coughs) So, that's what this podcast is all about. I don't know you, you don't know me. But if you have questions for me, I can answer them as best I can. Um, let me make sure this is still recording. Okay, it is. I was about to be mad. So that's what this podcast is all about. I'm here for you, whoever you are. That'd be a good tagline. Here for you, whoever you are. Boon companion. But yeah, so, okay, episode two, you know a little bit about me. I got ADHD. That is really such a defining quality of my personality. 
a lot of people these days like to act like ADHD is not a real thing because so many people claim to have ADHD and the truth is a lot of people actually do have ADHD unfortunately there are a lot of people too who say they have ADHD when they really mean they uh, just like to watch Adventure Time or something like that or there really are a lot of people who have ADHD I think an I think it's something like one in six people, something like that, uh, is what I heard this one, uh, doctor, he was like a, he seemed like a pretty well-informed researcher, you know, he presented a pretty, he demonstrated extensive knowledge about ADHD, and I trust his his uh, evidence, but I'm just going on on what he said. But I think it could be around one in six people or so could have ADHD, which is kind of a lot. So if a lot of people say they have it, it's probably they do probably have it. But... The thing is, there's a lot of different ways that ADHD manifests itself. For one thing, uh, there's like different types of people. Like, you know how there's some people are, um, what do they call it? Extra... Oh, extroverts and introverts. It's kind of like that with ADHD. So you could be an extrovert ADHD where you're just going to be like blabbing all the time. And like they interrupt people a lot. They never listen to anything because they're always talking. They're always being extroverted. And then you have like introvert ADHD people observing things and like always uh you know their mind is always racing but it's like their thoughts are always racing versus always talking nonstop. so that's what that's really what i've got is like i'm i'll get like really uh, my i can always it feels like i always have like kind of racing thoughts a lot of the time and I've gotten better at just slowing it down and just like kind of calming down. But I feel like I have racing thoughts a lot and kind of restless a lot. And um, sometimes it can be hard to like gather my thoughts because I don't exactly have like one line of thinking and um for ADHD people like for me being bored is like actually physically painful at times sometimes I'll just be so bored that I like actually want to commit suicide not I'm just kidding not really but I but you can be just deathly bored where 
it's like you you think for a long time I thought it was depression and I think I have been depressed before but I think sometimes you it feels like depression but you're really just fucking bored you're just so damn bored nothing sounds fun people with ADHD um, their brain produces less dopamine I think it's something like it's it's like your brain produces a lot less dopamine than the average person which kind of leaves you always craving like some sort of stimulant stimulus so a lot of people will seek like drugs or alcohol um sex you know risky kind of behaviors just to feel that little excitement because you kind of just crave that stimulation And that's why you kind of have, that's why you'll get like rush, uh, racing thoughts like I have because you're kind of just always looking for that next like rush, whatever it's got to be from. Um, I don't really, um, I don't care about having ADHD. It's not that bad. Now that I know I have it. If you're not aware of it, if it's going untreated, it can be really bad. Because if you're not aware of it, you're going to be having a lot of issues that are coming up. And you're not going to be prepared to deal with them. And you're going to be thinking that it's something else. Like for a long time, I did think I was depressed, but it's really just ADHD. I thought I was... Maybe bipolar at times, but uh, I think it's just ADHD. It's I don't really know why, but ADHD has a lot of like there's a lot of like mood regulation type issues. Like I'm like I can be kind of a moody person. I can be kind of up and down. Like I said, I thought I was like kind of manic depressive for a while, but I really think it's just because I'm just so moody is what it really is. I can just be like really, really sometimes I'll feel like just so elated, kind of like just absolutely happy and just up and just feeling great for just no reason. Like I'll just like really feel like I love life so much or like I'll just feel so happy it's I can I can get into that feeling and just embrace that warmth and just feel so happy and grateful and I just love being alive sometimes but then also you I can flip and and I'll just feel like almost catatonic like almost like just numb, just zombied out, not even tired, but just like you feel like just sleepy, you just feel weak and just so 
depressed almost and just kind of sad sometimes but and then you can also be kind of like sensitive to things like I've gotten better at it but for a while I was really sensitive to like any kind of insult even if people were joking with me like it like it would just hurt my feelings a lot ADHD people are just sensitive to things um you feel emotions just really strongly sometimes like even more strongly than well I don't even I don't know if it's more if it's more strong than other people feel but I don't know all I know is a lot of people think that you know they'll kind of like make fun of you because they know they notice that I'm sensitive and they'll be like oh you know people don't like to feel like they're being I don't know people most people <laughs> will just be mean well, I don't know. People don't have a sense. People don't understand comedy. That's really what it's about. People don't understand comedy. And they say st- stupid shit because they think that's what a comedian does. And it's not funny. But they think it's funny. But they don't realize it's not. That's really a big problem in this country. People don't understand comedy. People don't truly understand what true comedy is all about. And they don't under, they don't recognize true comedy when they see it. That's why you got Saturday Night Live. It's just devolved into some just like little like it's like Barney for adults or something. It's just like Sesame Street for adults. It's weird. Oh yeah, people just don't understand comedy. They don't. Anyways, I think I'm going to wrap this one up. Um, have a great week. Um, you know, get out there. Find your your truffle pig and let your truffle pig take you to the truffle gold trust your truffle pig let it follow it trust your truffle pig that's what I should have named this podcast I should have named it truffle pig let your truffle pig take you to the treasure